to Sacktown is the tune. What is responsible for making that song sound so good right here? That's what W-U-T. Check it out uh, when you can. And right now, you're going global with gas. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's got and it. also, I was just left Sacramento. Yeah, that's, I, I was there last week. Yeah, you were, you were mentioning that. That's it's awesome. Pretty, it's pretty dope town, man. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think I was there when I was maybe nine or ten. Either we, our family, because I grew up in, in Los Angeles area, we did the California tour, uh-huh. and we went up through Sacramento, you know, uh, San Francisco, and stuff like that. But Dude, I mean, it's it's a cool town, man. Especially downtown Sac, it, it it's got like an old west feel to it. Does yeah, it? growing yeah. up, I used to go there um, in uh, for like school trips because I grew up in the the Monterey Bay. And they have like the old railroad railroad museums and the yeah. state capital, and so that's the trip you make as a kid, you know, to learn stuff. You know, it's crazy because I'm in about 35 cities a year, right? Okay, and the stuff that goes that the, the things that are in this country alone are amazing. I mean, I'm it's, it's nothing really compared to Europe in a sense because you know age wise, right? But the history in America and some of the, the the landmarks and stuff is really really cool. It is neat, isn't it? Yeah, every every little city brings something. I, I agree with you. I, by, by the way, that's the voice of comedian Brett Ernst. He's in town and here in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> he didn't even introduce me. <laughs> you jumped right, jump right on, man. Right on, man. <laughs> you didn't give me time yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing over at playing. He's performing over at the. Yeah, I guess it's playing. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're up over at the House of Comedy up in North Phoenix this weekend, man. You've already done a couple shows, and you got some tonight as well, tomorrow night, and uh, we'll discuss all about that. We got a great show tonight. I'm really looking forward to this, uh, Carl, because uh, for the next couple hours, uh, you know. We're going to be talking, of course, um, with Brett Ernst about his comedy. We'll talk about um, what it's like to be, I guess, for him an American here in this country because we're talking about you know, being a libertarian, uh, conservative, or a liberal. Um, Brett, you kind of classify yourself as a, as a libertarian. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that's the term that people are using now that are fed up with both sides. Right. You know, and also, you know, if you're, if you're in the middle type of guy, uh, which most people are, I think um, so, too. I think you're right, man. You know, you're going to lean, I guess, to the right or left on certain issues. But on a whole, I think that, you know, it, it's it's just simple stuff, man. It's well, ba- basic basic rights, man. Yeah, you know, you know well, you, you travel around the country, you know, talk about Sacramento. And, you know, with that song, you know, kind of exemplifies pretty much every city, I would imagine. You yeah. know, and since every city has the same kind of thing, the same vibe, the same kind of cluster of people, if you will, everyone kind of gathers. We were talking about this before the show is like how the human nature to gather in a group. Yeah, everybody like loves so, the group. So when you're going around the country in different cities here and there, I mean, mm-hmm. what are you finding as far as you're saying everyone's kind of in the middle mind thinking wise? Uh, yeah, is that really like, what you're you getting? Know, here's what happens, man. People, you know what a straw man argument is? No, no, I don't. A straw man argument would be like I, I'm telling you a story, and then I'm creating an opposing argument to make myself look right. Okay. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think sides, uh, political groups create create straw man characters, caricatures of groups of people. Right. For instance, like you always hear in Hollywood, well, like they don't. Whenever they're talking about shows, we got to make sure they get it in the Midwest. Like. They they've created this area where people are like I don't get I don't get anything I'm from the Midwest right. but when you're in the Midwest you realize these are some of the smartest people in the country right. they're onto it they know yeah, what's of up. course right. <laughs> right of course they are right you know and I I wrote a joke one time um, I was working on a pilot years ago and I'm not going to name a specific network or whatever but it was uh, it, we we referenced a Prius and uh, the note back was. Well, they don't know what a Prius is in the Midwest. Really? And I'm like, they build them <laughs> there. <laughs> you idiot. 
But now this is a person that's born and raised in L.A. Right. You know? Right. So the, the so point, they have their own bubbles in L.A. as they do in the Midwest. Absolutely. Though, you know what I mean? But the reality is most people are on the same page. You know, right. I'll be honest with you. I don't even think we need Congress anymore. <laughs> because if you think about it, when it was created, it was representations of groups of people that couldn't get anywhere. Right. Like, if we just let people vote on these issues. Right. like I agree with that. Like, I think pot would be legal. Gay yeah. marriage would be legal. If we're you know leaving, I mean? we say instead of leaving it in the hands of antiquated-minded thinking people well, who are just so segregated in their own minds that they feel like that's what's best well, for everybody else to live by. They, well, yeah, who have that influence? Well, yeah. Well, the idea back in the day was that not everybody could be represented, right. so of every voice couldn't be heard. So they elected one person that represented a group of people to speak for that group of people. Right. But well, we don't need that shit anymore. <laughs> we don't. We don't. I agree with you. I, I can curse, I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, No, I, I totally agree with you. I, I, I've been thinking about that as well. I think you're right. I mean, I, it's, I, it's, it's overwhelmingly amount of people support yeah. gay marriage. Why, why, why put it to the, the, the vote of, you know, elite white men who are telling everyone else how to live when everyone else can just oh, vote wait, about it? I don't know what elite white men mean. Like, like what the do you Congress, mean? the Senate, all the people who have just been born with money, who just don't don't get what the rest of American civilization is like. I guess. Right. You know, they're so out of touch. Although Maxine Waters, there's there's, there's a few, of course. I mean, there's I, a bu- I, they're, I, I all, they're all yes. yeah, they're all I mean, like that. Well, as George Carlin said, they didn't drop out of the sky. They came from neighborhoods like yours and mine, and we voted them in. I mean, that's where these people uh, come yeah, from. Yeah, but I think they, I think they're all made in a factory. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I mean, listen, th- there is some good, co- there are some good representatives right. out there, um, you know, but at the same time, it, it, it just seems like these, these two parties, their, their goal is to let the other lose. Mm. Uh, they're not rooting. Like, y- don't you want your president to be the best president ever right. and the one after them to right. be better than him? Right. But here's the hypocrisy though. You know, a, a lot of the shit that's being thrown about our president now is fucking disgusting. As far as the way that they talk about him and, right. and, and his wife. And then you see these these people crying racism and, and you know, the liberals are... But look at this shit they did to George Bush. Yeah. They used to make jokes about the first Bush's wife. And <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And, uh, they, and everybody yeah. acts like they don't do it. And then right. they act like a victim when it happens. When in reality, you need to have respect for the office. Would you think when, uh, you know, the State of the Union, you, you watched it? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes and no. Yes, I, I watched. Oh, I recorded it and then then watched it later. I didn't watch it live. Okay. So but then sp- after I, I uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you know, you, you know the big dig he did, of course, when they clapped and he said, "I'm not having more op- terms yeah. to run." Blah blah blah. But there was one before that where he was telling everyone, "Hey, we got low unemployment. We've got you know the stock market's up, and you know everyone is standing up and cheering except for all the people on the <laughs> the right hand yeah, side." Yeah, but in reality, but well, well, the thing is, he looks at them and goes, "That's good news, folks." It's like as an American, but it's regard- not true. But regardless of uh, it is somewhat no, true. Like if you just saw right now what, uh, on MSNBC, they, they were just breaking down his speech. Yeah, and and they're pretty much saying, look, we're you know when you're talking internationally, it's pretty. Bl- there's there's a lot of problems. Of course, there's a lot of problems. You know, and and and, and again, I get the point you're saying, and I agree with you. But let's let's also understand the president can't do fucking everything. No, he can't do okay? everything. Right. And neither can uh, we've lost sight of the government. We we lost sight. That the government is not an entity, okay? It's it, it it's an it, it's an idea. It's a breathing, working thing, and and the way it was designed is the people and the government should be one. 
So when your people suck, your government's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. If people are breaking the laws, have no respect for the laws, have no accountability, always point fingers, want to blame another group because they're not where they're at, they, they, then, then that's the, the face and the government is going to respond to that. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. Now, our presidents can't admit that they're false. Like a, a good president, if somebody, if I ran for president and they asked me about the economy, I'd be like, look, I'm really good at social studies <laughs> and uh, I can write dick jokes. But I know who's good at the economy. Let me bring this expert in from Harvard. Right. All right. And then uh, th- that's the way it should be. It should be. Right. I mean, the way we've been running this country at the very beginning, I mean, amendments were made to be amended. I mean, mm-hmm. it pointed to what Thomas Jefferson even said, it, didn't he? It's like every few, every 20 or so years, look at the amendments and But see, adjust. people now, people don't have any, like, for instance, uh, there's so many things about the Constitution that, like, God is not in the Constitution and neither is separation of church and state. Right. And, and, and there's this thing called herd think where, where uh, groups of people just just re- regurgitate what they think is you know uh, right. what they think to be true without ever even go- if you're at a computer you are right now Google it it's not separation of church and state and and right I know that was a technicality people were, it's, yeah it's not it's no not it's just saying the government that. should never establish a religion as right. uh, like you know but it's not it, the the government isn't protecting us from religion. It's freedom of religion, not freedom it, it does, from yeah, religion. It, it doesn't say that the government can't mingle in religion. It simply is that the government can't establish Absolutely. a certain religion. Absolutely. So now what you have now is, is, is the idea of, and again, I, I, I don't care what your religious beliefs are or non-beliefs are, but just say as an atheist, okay, it's not an atheist right. In other words, you can't celebrate your non-beliefs by not allowing other people to express theirs. Right. Does that make any sense? Absolutely, yeah. And that's what's going on. Uh, right. The idea that the, that, a, that a, a nativity scene or a menorah or any religious symbols are in a government, uh, th- these people pay taxes and they own that bank just like you do, or that post office just like you do. Right. So there should be a day to acknowledge, you know, atheists, and, and then, you know, they right. should, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm saying is that it, there's no more mutual respect. There's no more... We're in this together. There isn't that. You're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, we almost had that moment at 9-11 where everyone can kind of huddle together, but uh, that would in different circumstances in a sense. But that was a good time for people to get together. Instead, we were told to shop and, uh, you know, don't look at the car crash on the side of the road. I mean, that's kind of what we were told. So we just didn't get together. Hey, we were, I was there. What do you need well, from me? Well, we had a, we, yeah, everybody was trying. And, and, you know, Americans, this is what people got to realize too. This isn't the first time in, Amer- in, in history. Yeah, Americans are known. You know, if you, you want to step, then go ahead and step. You understand? If you want to step to us, we 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 are we're not afraid. We, no, we're not, we don't give a fuck. No, we're dysfunctional. We, well, because we, we're bored. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give give us a reason. Right. It's and it's always been that way. But the problem is, is you know, with all the the bullshit that's kind of going on in this country, you know, you have your infrastructure is falling apart. You know, we're not getting uh, the right jobs made here in America that are staying in America. That's made money for people in Absolutely. America. Is a, is a problem. Well, you know, you know what happened is the taxes become so high. Right. See, we, we even people, and by the way, we I come from a, a single mom, 11.5 a year. Uh, you know, she, she raised three boys. I had a stepfather later on, but, you know, I, I, I do not, I had a pretty, pretty rough life growing up. Uh, not as bad as uh, some, but, you know, worse than most. Right. Uh, which I talk about in my act. So the, the, the point that, um, I forget what the fuck we were talking about now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You're talking about growing up as a, um, with a mom who's... No, 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 what I was going to say about the... Um, 
Oh, about like oh, I was gonna talk about programs that that uh, like like food stamps and stuff. Okay. Like, like you moochers. Know, uh, well, no, well, we, these programs are set up to help, but not to live off of. Right. Of you course. Know what I mean? Right. And and uh, to get you going. Yeah. To and get then, you, then leave it behind, and you're on your own. Yeah. Then, then then you get back on your feet. Right. And and the thing that's that's going on too, even like these Republicans that oppose all social programs. You know, right. uh, no, we need some. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a compromise. The same thing with uh, uh, making money like these one percenters. You know, there's the difference between these these hedge fund people that just throw money around and aren't creating jobs. But then you have these these rich people that actually built something right. and are creating jobs. OK, because we were talking about the overseas. That's what it was. Yeah. OK. That were creating jobs. And now they're getting fucked. You know, the taxes are high. Uh, uh, Obamacare, is, it really did hurt a lot of small businesses, okay? And and that didn't solve a problem. I, 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 I respect the approach on it. Right. You know what I mean? Like the pre-existing condition thing is right. great. But in reality, there's still price gouging. Like right. these fucking pharmaceutical companies could charge whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You're paying $75 for an aspirin. <laughs> That's know, insane, right? man. It's, 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 it's really and, and, out of control. And they have no, no bid contracts. They just award contracts. I had a. I totally agree with you, and, and uh, it's it's one of those things that just. I think the, I'm high. There's, man. <laughs> there's, <laughs> <laughs> and he so don't smoke. God, I had a brain fart. Con- contact high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had a thing about uh, people who are living off the system. I, I mentioned this about a few months ago, Carl. I don't know if you remember this though. I call it the. Um, what did I call it, Carl? It oh, was, I can't remember. It was like for people who want to uh, live off the system, let's create a living off the system, a mooching off the system uh, system. Right. You know, like here we have places for you to stay. There's three squares a day, and you can just live. You know, there's like it's not comfortable. It's just a one room. You get to share a TV downstairs. It's a black and white hanging in the corner. Commune. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't change the channel of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like really. It's like I think a lot of people who are on the Republican side think that people who are Taking advantage of the system, milking the system—that was the—that was my program—is—is is that they're living high on the hog? Well, and, well, and here, go ahead. My question is: Are they really milking the system? No. Or is the system just not designed so they can get out of it? Well, see, because here, if they don't get out of the system, then they're always dependent on the government, so the government always has their hooks in them. Right. But see, right. the thing is, it's not so much. It's see, I, I read this stat. You can look this up while you're there. Uh, that since LBJ enacted these programs, a lot of these programs, uh, the government had spent, I, I, I want to say 22, but we'll just say 15, okay? Because I know it's somewhere in that realm. Okay. A trillion dollars since 1960 to end poverty in America. Now think about that. And I think the article also said, and again, I'm paraphrasing, that it would cost $2 trillion to end world poverty now, but we could just say $5 trillion. Because it doesn't really matter. It's those numbers are right. you understand. So now where where the fuck is this money going? And what happens is is you have these 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 groups that are saying, well, we're here to help, but they're not. Like, you could give everybody in this country a million dollars, okay, and that's what three and a half trillion. How much would that be? I, a million times three hundred fifty million, whatever the fuck that is, and it's still less than what we've spent. To end end poverty, you understand? Right. Oh yeah. Those... So so nobody's getting anything. The the people that have the food stamps and 
live in Section 8. If you were to put them all together, it's not really costing us that that much. I don't think it is either. No, but it's the people who develop the programs. and Like Acorn. Remember Acorn? Right, yeah, yes. People were all upset. Yeah. But did you see what was going on there when they brought the hidden camera in and setting up fucking uh, scamming the government and all this I other shit? I remember what was going on. Yeah. 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 So do we, <laughs> do we blame the more poverty on the laziness of the people or the... Just the program creating dependency. Uh, I think it's a little bit of both, right? but I, yeah. I, I do think that if we put a, a statute of limitations on it, like you know, you got two years, and if not, we're putting you to fucking work. But clean the goddamn freeways. Do yeah, you got to work. Do something to contribute. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. And but it's the same thing when I see people on the the street. You know, I, I I'm not above giving you some food or some money. But at the same time, I look at you and I think, do something. you look pretty able <laughs> yeah. to, to, well, okay, able but, to go but, dig a ditch okay. if that's what you needed to do. But here's the point. is The point is, is that no matter what, no matter how much you want it to change, there will and always will be people who just want to fucking right, not but, do shit. But yeah. see, but the, the system can't be designed for those people to flourish. Does that exactly. make any sense? And right now, okay. right now those people who don't want to do shit can... Can get away I with it. I would say live comfortably. They're not they, living comfortably. They can eat. All right, let me ask you right. this. Uh, uh, just at a, this would be a, uh, obviously a made up statistic. Out of the out of say a hundred people that receive welfare, how many of you do you think? Uh, what percentage of them do you think are manipulating the system? Um, it's probably low, somewhere around 30, say, 35. I'd probably say leave. Well, that's that's a huge number. That is a huge number. I was probably going to say about fifteen, maybe ten to fifteen. I, I, I would go higher than thirty-five. Would you? Absolutely. Would you? Uh, and, I think, I, and I know just from being, uh, you know, growing up around that shit. But like unemployment is only based on X amount of time. But I mean, that's different, obviously, than food stamps. Well, for, like, we also have a lot of people WIC. who are employed that are still on welfare. Yeah. All right. This is what we're going to do. We, uh, we're a little bit longer than I wanted to in this segment, but it's a great conversation. We're going to continue with it. Yeah, we're just continuing and our conversation yeah. we were having before we <laughs> went on the air. We were. So I'm going I'm to leave this in your mind. We're going to come back and talk about it. Um, this is a quote from a song. and you might, It might sound familiar to you. Um, Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled their weight. Oh, that's from All in the Family. It is All in the Family. <laughs> but that's a poignant line right there uh-huh. that just isn't being applied to today. So we'll talk about that when we come back. You're going global with gas. <laughs> Man. <laughs>